0: greetings folks and welcome to episode 81 of the boring lives of interesting people podcast i'm daniel
1: Kitty Lady Lamy's case with the KMS World, the 28th PhD, a.k.a. the new little K. All right, we have... B- uh, wait, JD, JD. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Forgot about <laughs> the last part.
0: Okay, we've now started. What did you want to say?
1: Okay, so in like the 19... I want to say 20s, but it might be later or earlier. There was this fad of like people who stood like in a very common fashion that we stand now. Um, with one hip out and like their hand on their hip. And it's called something extremely specific and it was referenced in a game that I finished that I'll talk about later. But, like, I can't remember what they called it in the game. And It's just people that stand with a hand on their hip? Well, so, like, apparently... I think this also has something to do with the reason that, like, Elvis was so controversial, right? People, like, only stood with their fucking feet just, like, vertical on the ground. Apparently, that's a thing. And it was weird for people to stand with their hip like that and it was considered like romantic and like not in like um sexy way but like in um Lord Byron kind of way. Uh like oh like oh you're a piratey kind of folk if you stand <laughs> like this. Yeah. So okay, like I I don't remember what it's called. Dude I have
0: no idea. I do know that the term hipster has changed. I doubt it's hipster. But, uh, I found
1: that. Like, apparently it's... A hipster is somebody who carries a hip flask.
0: Yeah, hipster goes back to, like, <laughs> Prohibition, and then it evolved yeah. from there into something else. It's it's an interesting word how now it's just, like, people that wear flannel and listen to bands and pretentious about it. But even then, that's probably not a, a current description of that.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's the medical term?
0: Is there a medical term for hipster? Is Trend.
1: That- T- Trendelenburg Gate is an abnormal gate. No, because it's not the way that you walk. It's just the way that you stand.
0: With a hip out, you are this thing.
1: Huh. I,
0: I'll look for a transcript. Okay. Anyway,
1: how how are you?
0: I am doing well. I uh, am freshly showered after a nice run and a day when I wasn't sure if I was wearing deodorant. It was one of those mornings where I just... I thought
1: you stopped wearing deodorant.
0: I stopped wearing the chemical aluminum deodorant. I still oh. wear the hippie nonsense that barely works, if at all. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's like charcoal infused or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's the it's the one without aluminum. Everything's giving us cancer, so I figured I'd cut one thing out and stick to all the other things that are giving me cancer. That's fair. You know, being outside, breathing, etc. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely right now too with all the fucking fires. How's that, how's the air quality in your neck of the woods? Do you get It's the, actually fine. I was saying
0: like, do you get the, north, the the slightly more north from you area stuff?
1: Uh no, cuz we get winds from Mexico, so like there's no fires in Mexico right now. Um and so we're pretty much fine. It's just like everything above us I think is on fire.
0: Yeah, we were in the general vicinity uh last weekend and we oh, were, yeah. we were keeping an eye on the the air quality, and our little pocket was fine. Everywhere else was a bad time. Like, <laughs> like this side of the grapevine was just, like, gray everywhere as soon as we got over. It was not so hot, but then when we got to uh, Universal City, nice fine.
1: That's good. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys didn't, like, basically smoke a pack of cigarettes while you were there.
0: <laughs> Honestly, when we, we stopped uh, on, like, the, grape, the last grapevine exit for coffee or uh, gas or something, and we were only there for maybe ten minutes, and I, I felt it in my throat, and I was like, I know people are having a real bad time that live around here, but I gotta go. This sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, yes. But it was it was good. Yeah, we, uh, enjoyed it.
0: We uh went to for our listeners' sake. Uh, Katie Bear and I went to Universal Studios the Hollywood theme park thing. because uh, well. I uh, basically forced us to go, pressured her into going along with this because she got a, a fancy new job that she started this week. And I was like, let's go celebrate. Let's go do something stupid. You never do anything stupid. <laughs> and then we were going to go stupider, but then we dialed it down. And we're like, let's go to Universal. i was like, all right, cool. So then we went to, you know, we did our usual stops that we do. when We went last time, went to uh, Simpsons Land, the Harry Potter stuff. But then this time we uh, also went to their, like, kitty area and we did the minions ride because we hadn't done it before that was something
1: (laughs) oh actually we did go on that and that was just as awful as almost all of the other rides
0: yeah uh, Katie Bear has a bad time with like motion sickness Mm -hmm. or motion rides and (laughs) then like throwing a screen and it's double bad we went on the uh, the Harry Potter castle ride and she was like fucked for like an hour it was a bad time Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, that is by far the worst one. Nope, um, that was the
0: second thing we went on, too.
1: Yeah, I I think that was our path as pathing as well. Um, I think we went on the little roller coaster, and then we went on that stupid fucking castle ride. And, like, every other ride, I think, in the park, aside from the, um, the mummy ride, is motion. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, like, I was just, like, trying to hold on. <laughs> it was just such a bad time. The one that we went on that
0: wasn't, because we wound up not going on very many rides, but still had a good time. Uh, the Jurassic World one is, like, more of a, a, like, a water ride. It's it's Splash Mountain with a monster oh, in it. Oh, yeah. that's
1: right. That one, too. Yeah. Forgot about that one. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, the Jurassic World overlay is light, but pretty neat, I guess. We, we think that maybe the big changes that they have done on it were not working when we went on. Because they have like a, a, I don't know if you've been on it like the last six months or whatever it's been since no. Jurassic World. So it, when you first go on the first turn, there's like a tunnel of screens that make it seem like you're inside an, an aquarium. And I think mm-hmm. the big water dwelling thing from Jurassic World is supposed to be in there. And all the screens were, like, super pixelated and then just, like, frozen. <laughs> and it just didn't, it was not working. And, like, the people behind us were, like, these screens are bad. And I was like, all right, cool, it's not just us. And then, like, there's one extra sign. And then I think there's a, another robot that kind of looks like a, a pointier T-Rex. And that's the difference.
2: Oh, my God.
0: But, I mean, still, it was fun. You know, we went to the animal actor show, which we didn't go to before, kind of as a come down from the Harry Potter ride. Sure. It was a half hour of just sort of sitting there and then uh, watching, oh, my God, this lady was trying to uh, get a dog to do tricks, and it was not cooperating. It would not stop barking at her to the point where she walked up and, like, kind of, like, gently, like, grabbed the snout and was like, come on, guy, come on. You could tell she was, like, furious. (laughs) Uh, And that was really entertaining. And then... um, yeah, we. Uh, I won a, a stuffed Blinky from the, one of the Simpsons things because they have, like, all those carnival games. Mm-hmm. I went up to this booth, and uh, they're like, honestly, it's like the price of going to a fair or a carnival to play their games. And I saw something, and it costs like, either $6 for three balls or $12 for six. And because you're in a theme park, all the prices or everything are, like, jacked up anyway. Right. And I was like... You know, I would pay $12 for this stupid stuffed fish considering theme park inflation, so I'll go ahead and pay $12. And it was the ball game where you, like, throw a ball into a bucket, but the way the buckets are in there, there is nothing behind them, so if the ball hits the back, it's going to bounce out really quickly. Right. But my dad taught me when I was a kid that if you, like, put a backspin on the ball, when it hits there, it'll, like, spin down towards the base of it and it'll stay in the bucket. So I was like, all right, cool, I just got to figure out how to do that right twice and i got it i think i think it did 3 out of 6 and i was like i don't care about the 3 ball prize i want the 2 ball prize give me the blinky fish so i want a blinky from the simpsons and i did that at like i think gates opened at 9 i won that at like 9:30 so that meant <laughs> i was carrying around a stuffed fish for the entire rest of the day and the joy on my face was real <laughs>
1: Good. Also, that's awesome. And I have no idea about throwing things. So putting a backspin on something sounds extremely complicated. And you have impressed me. Good job. Yeah, I
0: I guess it'd be like if you were like tilting a glass towards your face. But if you're throwing a ball, does that make sense? No. Okay. <laughs> you know how. All right. So you have. You know what a cup is? A, a cup's like what liquid goes into. <laughs> They're really? Tell me more. Yes, yes. <laughs> and if you were to take it to your face, rather than like lean your face into the water and drink with your tongue, you tilt the glass <laughs> backwards into your mouth, and then the edge... Yes, go ahead, sorry, question.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. I am now motioning out <laughs> this process. <laughs> so, so if you, if like, hold on, okay, so like, your hand tilts toward your face, like your, your pointer finger tilts toward your <laughs> your lips in this in this scenario
0: right uh yeah i I, I I suppose
1: and then and then you toss the ball
0: yeah if you make it like have forward more momentum while you're making that motion with your hand it like spins the ball backwards
1: i want to have to try this yeah
0: Uh, listeners give it a shot just set up a bucket (laughs) throw a ball into it see how it spins or if you have a better way to describe it uh tweet at us at flipcast
1: Yes, God, we're so lonely, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So then the rest of our L.A. trip was pretty chill. You know, went to uh, got voodoo donuts at the city walk, got sugar sick off those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a peanut butter thing because, of course, I had to. And, yeah, it was uh, pretty much L.A. Some
1: veggie food. Oh, my God. Actually, hold on. We got lost in Beverly Hills. That was fun. Oh, my God. That's exciting. Like in the housing or in just like the shitty area? In the housing.
0: Oh, so that must have been nice. <laughs> it was, it was, it was kind of dark, and like the winding roads weren't helpful. But, oh. uh, So there's this place on Sunset Strip, which is uh, called the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Uh-huh. And back when Lemmy from Motorhead was alive, he would hang out at this bar when he wasn't on tour. Like, he lived a life of a sad old vagrant. Uh, <laughs> he lived in an apartment nearby, and every day he would just go play video poker at this bar and smoke. And after he died, they they set up a bronze statue of him at this place to like commemorate the fact that he hung out there all the time. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to go see the statue. So we, we park and, um, I go into the bar area and they have like what they call Lemmy's lounge, which is like a tent area where you can smoke. It doesn't seem technically legal, but it seems like divey enough that no one's actually going to give a shit. Right. So it's like the smoke filled tent at the very end. There's just this, I think it's like a, a bronze statue that's maybe five foot six inches because lemmy was a short man like me and i took a picture with little daniel next to him and that was that was like our sunset strip experience and then on our way out like it was bad traffic time because it's always that time and i missed one turn and it's like all right so it rerouted us through all of beverly hills and it was like the windiest most unnecessary like (laughs) looping that we've ever had to do and it seemed like it doubled our time but it was like oh look at all these big houses i wonder where beck lives is that beck's house (laughs)
1: Never That's found. Cool, never found Beck's house. I'm sorry. It's okay.
0: How? What have you been up to?
1: Uh, watching movies and playing video games. So Hell yeah. we'll go over the game first because I don't know. Okay. I'll just get it out of the way. Uh, so this, this game uh, came out recently called The Outer Worlds. I you pr- may have heard of it. Nope. I don't know. No. Okay. So it's like. You are aware of Fallout, right? That series. I know of it. Yes, that's with the cartoon man giving a thumbs up. Yes. Uh, so the people who made the New Vegas version of that game came out with this like whole new series uh, with new lore and like um, just a whole new thing called the Outer Worlds. Um, it's basically the premise is that you are a colonist who's Um, stuck in a a broken down ship that's just floating through space because the current colony like forgets about you or whatever conveniently (laughs) and um, you're revived and this guy is like trying to have you help him um, and you soon find out that the state of the colony is basically just, like, capitalism in its most, uh, I I don't want to say cartoony, but for the sake of being, um, not biased, we'll say cartoony. uh, It's like capitalism on crack, I guess. Uh, So, like, everything is ruled by a corporation. They don't really have government, aside from, like, Conglomeration of the corporations.
0: So would this be like the world uh, by, like, the world that is in idiocracy? That kind of thing?
1: Yeah, actually. Cool. It is very reminiscent of idiocracy. Um, and they do a really good job in the game of, like, hiding what the main problem in the colony is. And. I don't know, like, I'm just, like, so impressed with the game, and I want you to play it, but I did spend approximately 60 hours playing the game, so I don't think it's something that you would really want to get into. However, (laughs) um, it is very, very good, uh, and I highly recommend it, um, particularly because it does outline a lot of, like, problems that capitalism has with labor and long-term effects of capitalism, um... It's very, it's very interesting, and then there's like good characters and extremely good voice acting and amazing writing, and uh, it's a very fun game to play, um, and yeah, it's very smart. I like it a lot, but yeah, I spent 60 hours playing that. I would just like go to work, and then I would come home and I'd play the game, <laughs> and like I didn't even talk to Dan, and it was just like a dark time in my life.
0: I have questions. But now, it's- yes. So I have yeah. it pulled up, and I'm looking at its listing on Steam. Mm-hmm. It listed as a single player. Cool, I'm in. RPG. I'm a little hesitant. First person. Open world. All right, these are all words I like. But all the images <laughs> are people like shooting guns, and there's like a monster man with a sword.
1: What, yeah. is, what is this game? So, uh, what are the
0: mechanics? I guess
1: it plays like Fallout. So you said you're familiar with it. Have you ever seen any gameplay?
0: I've seen a little bit. Honestly, my dad plays Fallout, so I've been over there on like Christmas oh, when okay. he's trying to show me like how big a world is, and he's just like running around, but he's not actually doing anything.
1: <laughs> so it's it, it basically operates kind of like a first-person shooter, where I feel like Dan's screaming at me. But <laughs> um, <laughs> Cause, Are you because super like, wrong? People, Well, no, people get really defensive when they say that Fallout is a first-person shooter with RPG elements. Because they say it's an RPG with first-person shooter elements. And to be quite fucking frank with you, I don't see a difference there. I think you mesh them, and they're going to be basically the same. Um, But it's a highly contentious thing in the gaming world, and I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: And it sounds like in your living room, or where (laughs) you're recording.
1: I don't know if he's even paying attention. (laughs) But um, So... Basically, it's like you have a leveling up system um, and you get to choose like what perks and like how your character interacts with the world and like what what types of skills you think are going to be useful to you in surviving this like horrible, destitute corporation world world. Um, and you shoot guns and you hit things and you get shot at and you kill stuff like it's not like an rpg like in a final fantasy way if that makes sense it's more like a i'm interacting with the world and i'm growing as a result of that kind of rpg
2: okay
0: that makes sense i mean my mind when i think rpg despite playing you know several i think final fantasy or like pokemon or something like turn-based but
1: yeah it's more like skyrim you played that for a little bit, right? I played right?
0: it for a lot of it, uh, but I didn't really get far in it.
1: <laughs> well, but I kept it's getting like...
0: distracted by going up mountains.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it's not quite as um, open as that. It's very much more directed, uh, but it it has that same element of, oh, I should go exploring over here. And like, they actually reward you for doing that, but it's definitely not as open world as Skyrim. Okay.
0: I mean, I love me an open world thing, but at the same time, like, I've been playing Luigi's Mansion 3 since it came (laughs) out, and that's very on the rails, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with either one. It's just they each satisfy a different type of itch. Yeah. So. But yeah, like, I actually would recommend playing it. Even I mean I thought you played just a little bit of Skyrim. I didn't know you played more than that. Because you have played more Skyrim, I would re- actually recommend Outer Worlds. Okay. Yeah. And not... there's no romance in it if you're like anti-romance. So, I'm all for romance. Right. <laughs> and it made me so upset because like I, like the like the characters really become real. I don't know. Maybe it's just the voice acting, but anyway, sorry, I interrupted you what you were saying.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I said it was all for romance because you mentioned romance.
1: Yeah, but like before I said romance, and there's no romance, I interrupted oh, oh, yes, yes.
0: Uh, I wound up getting Skyrim for the Switch, and I played it for an absurd oh. amount of time. Because <laughs> I basically, like, my whole thing, as I think I've discussed in the show, is like I would rather play a handheld version of anything.
1: So I think Outer Worlds is actually on the Switch. Hell yes. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> well, I got to get through. Well, actually, I've, I'm have i kind of booked for a little bit when it comes to my games. Because I am nostalgic trash, and I'm going to be playing the same things for the next year. Um, so, Pokemon? Well, I just also finished playing uh, the new, well, the re-whatever of Zelda. Mm. Which I had a lot of fun playing. I never played the original one, Link's Awakening. So mm-hmm. this was all new to me and a lot of fun. I'm playing Luigi's Mansion 3, which is the same as Luigi's Mansion 2, but, you know, big, <laughs> bigger, better better puzzles. You have to rescue different people. Um, and then Pokemon's coming out in, I think, like, two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm going to be playing that until March when Animal Crossing comes out, and then that's going to be my life for the next several years, so... That's true. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get to this when it's, like, five bucks or something in the yep. Nintendo store.
1: I mean, Yeah. Or between uh, Pokemon and Animal Crossing. That's true. There's, I don't know, it depends on how much gameplay there is with Pokemon. But um, I, as much as I endorse buying games for cheap, I think that this game deserves full price. Okay. And I can't wait to spend more money on DLC for it.
0: So. <laughs> you should just yeah. find like a tip jar for them and start throwing money in there.
1: Well, you which know if be, I had any.
0: <laughs> which is kind of ironic that you want to spend more money on the anti-capitalist game. Interesting.
1: Yeah, didn't work as well as they thought it would. But uh, <laughs> no, it's just like I want to support them, but number right. one, I don't have money. But number two, <laughs> uh, I I don't really consider that ca- like they're not undeservedly getting my money if that makes sense
0: i mean despite it being part of a, a bigger thing like getting in the nintendo store and i don't i know fallout's like a whole sort of uh what's the word i want like franchise now but there are also still artists that are creating right. this world and game so like i get
1: that and they deserve to be paid and... yeah
0: like i buy cds for bands i like i don't have a, i basically don't have a cd player anymore but i put the cds on my computer and then the songs on my phone and like I know that somewhere along the way, the band's getting money. Or, like, I go to shows, I get shirts. I don't need another shirt.
1: Exactly. That's yeah. how they got to eat. So, yeah, absolutely true. Uh, on that, actually, have you heard anything about the whole Blizzard fiasco? No. Uh, so Blizzard decided to. This is like, uh, which one's Blizzard?
0: They do like World of Warcraft.
1: Yes. And probably so, other stuff. They just came out with um, WoW Classic. Oh, which yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> For some fucking reason. Anyway. Uh, but they have a really popular game called Overwatch. And um, they have tournaments. And somebody won an Overwatch tournament. Oh, was it Hearthstone? My bad. Okay, so Hearthstone is like a card game, but it's on the computer. And um, somebody won a Hearthstone tournament And they In their like speech Saying thank you or whatever They were like supporting Hong Kong Cause you know like the fucking I think I saw like 22 weeks or something like that They've been protesting
2: mm-hmm.
1: Anyway so he was like go Hong Kong You're awesome And Blizzard decided to take away his winnings and ban him from playing Hearthstone competitively for saying that on their broadcast. Technically, uh, they were within full rights to do that because their terms and conditions state that uh, they can ban you for whatever the fuck reason they want. But (laughs) it's really fucked up (laughs) for somebody to say that they support you know, people not being murdered and oppressed. Uh, um, so that was kind of a thing. Uh, I think it happened like a month ago and people have already forgotten about it because Blizzcon just happened and they announced Overwatch 2 and um, a new Diablo Diablo game. Um, but yeah, so they they made an apology. It was like just a little letter that said, well, I guess we we overreacted. So we're going to give him back his money and then and ban him for only six months. But you guys have to realize that our forum isn't a place for, um, for language that would make other people feel uncomfortable. And my immediate response to that was, uh, so you're saying that the people of Hong Kong... Should not feel support, and instead we're worried about the Chinese overlords who are trying to impose their, like, fucked up slavery on the people of Hong Kong, make them feel better. But, you know, the protesters who don't have food or anything and are being beat on a regular basis, they should be made to feel unsupported. That makes sense. So, anyway, that's the Blizzard thing, and that's why they're an evil corporation, and I can't support them. Now, Not that I ever did, but...
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure that Blizzard wouldn't cop to this, but is the the general idea that they spoke out against this guy saying that because they have money coming from China or they have ties to them, like their software is made in China or something? Like, why, why, What is the conspiracy theory behind why they did yes. that? Yes. Okay, great. So there's
1: this company called Tencent, and they own almost... I don't know. They own a lot of shares in... A lot of Western entertainment companies, like we just saw Terminator, actually, and they were in the front scroll of like people who helped produce and fund the film. Weird. Um, but yeah, like if you go look at Ch- Tencent, they just have their hands in fucking everything, um, and they're a Chinese-owned company, and it's basically just like rich people from China investing in Western entertainment. Um, And so this company has uh, shares in Blizzard and a lot of... Actually, it's not even a lot. It's like 5%, 5 to 10% of their earnings are from China. So for some reason, they felt the need to bow down to, like, Chinese oppression. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't just let this guy have said that. Like, there's no... Harming their bottom line to allow him to say that. It looks bad for them to ban him just for, like, supporting people who are trying to survive. Like, I don't know. It, like. It almost seems like. You say conspiracy theory, but.
0: <laughs> it almost seems like there would be nothing that would come out of this if nothing happened. Like, if they didn't do anything, right. it wouldn't have been anything.
1: Aside from, like, I guess maybe they're some asshole people in China, like, banning blizzard from china or something but even so that wouldn't hurt them that much so i i honestly have no idea it just doesn't make any sense otherwise you know right i don't know well poop on blizzard Blizzard. yeah (laughs) it's not like their games are fun so whatever uh what else have you been up to
0: so i was uh i was kicked off a podcast recently oh my god i think i I texted you about (laughs) this yeah so uh Four, I think the only like guest of actual fame that has been on Blipcast because like, I did that weird one-on-one thing with him, maybe like four years ago or five. Oh, sick, god damn, how long ago was that? <laughs> he he put out a thing saying he wanted he would be on like just any podcast, and I hit him up, so I had a, a one-on-one talk for him. It was some early Blipcast episode, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so retu- he unknowingly returned the favor. He had no idea who I was. I never expect him to remember me. But he did a show at the uh, Starlet Room in Sacramento, which is Harlow's upstairs venue. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing this tour with uh, Lex, the Lexicon artist, and Sh- Schaefer, the Dark Lord. And but he's been starting off the shows, coming out like a little bit after Doors and doing a podcast. But and I I'm a big fan of MC Chris's music, and I think there's something potential that could happen with these recordings. But it feels like he doesn't really know what to do with a podcast because he just set up his phone with the um audio memo thing facing outwards and then was just kind of just ranting about whatever people yelled at him about <laughs> and that could be his angle he could be super successful i'm very curious what the other episodes were like but then towards the, he did this like for 20 minutes and then towards the end he just started calling people up on stage based on like what they yelled at him and if they had some sort of experience in something and I was the last person to get called up, and I was standing right up front. And he called me up just because I was wearing a Mister Toad's Wild Ride T-shirt, which I don't know if you were around when I got it, but it was the one I got at Disneyland when we all went in May or whenever. I think that you was. probably
1: got that after I, we left, because I, I don't remember you carrying anything around, and I remember you guys saying that you were, went shopping. Anyway, yes.
0: Yes. So I was wearing my <laughs> uh, my. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride shirt. And he called me up on stage. He's like, hey, man, why are you wearing... And he handed me a microphone. I was sitting in the chair across him. He started asking me, like, why I was wearing a Mr. Toad's shirt. It's like, oh, I just... I think it's a cool shirt, and I like the ride. And and for some reason, instead of talking about the ride, he started asking me about the cartoon. Or I I mentioned, like... Like, this will all probably be released at some point, and I'll realize I'm remembering completely wrong. (laughs) But this part is clear. I said... I actually saw the cartoon maybe two weeks ago, and I looked to the to the crowd to confirm with Katie that, like, we'd just seen it, and he, like, got really mad at me and kicked me off the stage. I think because it was, like, some sort of fake fan thing that I was wearing the shirt when I hadn't, like, grown up with the cartoon, but I love the ride. The... That's
1: so fucking weird. Yeah. I, he, he doesn't seem like a guy who would do that.
0: Uh, like there like Jimmy Pardo will, will bring people on stage during Never Not Funny Live to play this game and find any reason he can to kick them off stage and it's like a sure. bit it's like an established bit that's been going on for years. And this kind of felt like it was that sort of thing, but he's also like kind of a nerd elitist. <laughs> so there was like this I weird that's true. there's like this weird anger behind it that was kind of real and I was like <laughs> very confused by it yeah i was like i i I like the i could i did have a chance to explain myself i just hopped off stage and i was like well that was cool i guess so uh mc chris has been on blipcast and now i've been on whatever the hell mc chris's podcast is gonna be so look for that eventually
1: somewhere yeah
0: and the show was cool uh chris did like a lot of old songs he did like the way he started his set was really funny to me he said like this song is about drugs and then he did uh what song was it a song called weed and oh, okay. then a song about robitussin and then a song about neville from harry potter but it's actually about him being a drug dealer in hogwarts <laughs> and then oh smoking 40s drinking blunts because he's got a song in the next james bob movie so his first four songs he introduced by saying this song's about drugs uh which was weird and funny and not my favorite group of songs but then he ended strong that's uh, good and the openers are <laughs> really good. Lexi, Lex Lexicon artist, uh, she's really cool. And then Schaefer, the Dark Lord, is a rapper who kind of like touches on metal sort of influences as well. So his songs <laughs> are like he has a song about how he's a ghost, he's gonna haunt the fuck out of you. It's, it's kind of great. <laughs> but he also has a song called Pockets, and it's about how much stuff he has in his pockets, and I fucking love it.
1: That's amazing, actually.
0: <laughs> so I. It's early recommendation, but "Shade for the Dark Lord" his song "Pockets." I think it's on his second remix album. Check it down. Uh, all right. So yeah, and then as far as live stuff goes, that's kind of all I can really remember. Oh, uh, Katie and I went to the Halloween episode of Loves Movies, and our name tags once again confused him because uh, it was what the hell? it was Love's Scary Movies, and like we don't really watch scary movies, so we just kind of did the best we could at puns. Mm-hmm. so katie's was actually i'm gonna say mine first because katie's is way better mine was a one i've rehashed which was Danabelle. like
1: okay uh,
0: sure add a D easy uh katie's was frank katestein like frankenstein <laughs> and i like that ours he just couldn't figure ours out despite Danabelle being super easy and frank katestein yeah. being like barely complicated but so you can hear us explaining those on a recent other <laughs> movies
1: all right i look forward to <laughs> it yes <laughs> Yeah,
0: what else have you been up to?
1: I have seen, uh, only three movies. You got me beat. Uh,
0: I've seen some TV, but no movies.
1: I thought, hold, what the fuck? Did we? uh, Did I see Joker after? Yes. Yes. Because I remember texting you. You
0: texted me about it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, uh, I guess we'll start with Joker. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, you say actually? I, I hear that more than anything. Like from other people, yeah. or just like, like my, my that? Face- it stands out.
0: <laughs> my Facebook is like, well, I'm mostly like friends Facebook-wise with like spooky metal dudes, so sure. that kind of seems like the audience.
1: So, well, yeah. I mean, I think that's the the point of needing feeling the need to say actually um because the trailers kind of made it seem like the movie was an attempt to make the Joker be a sympathetic character and uh I would say that that's not really a fair assessment or anybody who feels that way didn't really get the message Um, it's, it, I think it's probably the most anxiety inducing movie I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, they, they do tension in a very strange way. It's not like a thriller, but it's like, or not like a normal thriller, I should say, but it, it definitely has that like undertone, like what's going to happen kind of thing. Um, but I don't know, like, I would definitely recommend watching it, and it's definitely, like, one of those movies that's an experience, rather than, I don't know, I would, I would watch it again, having said that, but it's definitely an experience, rather than, like, something you go to watch for fun, like, it's definitely not a Marvel movie, it's not something you can just sit there and, like, let your brain rot while you watch it, it's, it's a, critical piece of art to be honest
0: yeah it seems far from a popcorn movie as uh, they're usually
1: yeah yeah uh, I mean and it definitely has like I like its take on Bruce Wayne and his father you don't really see his mother but uh, just like in one scene two scenes whatever um, but it definitely. I don't know. I think you should go watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we can talk about it. Um, because like everything that I have to say is like super specific about it, and I don't really want to ruin it. Um, and then, I think a couple weeks later we saw the lighthouse.
0: Oh, how is that? I want to see that.
1: It's weird. Yeah,
0: that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. <laughs>
1: I thought it was going to be really good because, like, they were like, oh, it's, like, a cinematic fucking, I don't know, not masterpiece, but it does, like, really interesting things with cinema. And I was like, okay, like, I I actually care about, like, the filmmaking process and cinematography and all that kind of stuff, so I thought it would be really interesting. The story is so weird and just, like, the whole basis of it is just, like, hyper-masculinity.
0: Hmm. Uh... This is Willem Dafoe and Edward Cullen <laughs> in a lighthouse, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. So What's it's these. What's his last name? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Thank you. It's these two guys who are lighthouse keepers, and they're stuck together for four weeks. And there's some weird, like paranormal thing that I can't really figure out. Like, uh, I think in something that I read before I watched the movie, it said like a witch was part of the lighthouse area, the island. But I didn't see any evidence of that when I was watching it. No brooms,
0: Um, no pointy hats, none of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, nothing like that. Mm. Um, Closest thing would be, like... Well, actually, I don't think I can say that because I think that's spoilers. (laughs) I don't know if we care to watch it. But um, it's... I think maybe hyper-masculinity is the wrong way to say it. Uh, I explained it this last weekend um, as two guys... Who don't know how to mail correctly, stuck in one room, and it's it's basically a story of how their um, natural disinclination toward each other like causes problems within each other, uh, and like it's really brutal and very. And there's two masturbation scenes, <laughs> <Huh>. um, <laughs> and. It's just, it's so fucking weird. I don't know enough about film, I think, to have appreciated all of the weird cinematography. It was shot in traditional format, the 4x3, or whatever it's called.
0: Oh, okay. Dan isn't listening
1: and yelling at me, so I don't know if that's actually right. I mean, but it's, it's like, like the
0: old TVs, that 4x3, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so like you just have these two blocks of black on the side in the theater, um, and it's it's in black and white yeah it's it's very weird (laughs) i think honestly actually that makes sense now that i'm thinking about that because it's it's about um like cabin fever kind of thing so the closer, yeah that makes sense um but yeah there's like a lot of they play with light in very interesting ways i think i would have to watch it again to really get the psychological um digs in it uh and the reason that he chose those specific framing or shots and whatever, and like the specific light in whatever instance, um, I, it's, it's an experience. So the reason that I clarified earlier about Joker being an experience is because this movie is definitely something that I wouldn't want to watch again or would feel <laughs> laborious to, to watch again um, because it's just so weird and like, it makes me uncomfortable I think because it's just like male aggression um and it, it it highlights a certain frustration that I don't think I've ever felt before um so it was just like two hours or whatever of just like being uncomfortable <laughs> um but it's definitely an experience and I think if you care about film which I, you do like I think Enough, yeah. you, I, I think you would in- joy having watched it i don't think you would enjoy watching it okay if that makes sense yeah um they give very good performances and it takes a little bit of getting used to because it's like set in the 1920s or something or before that it's it's in a certain uh, span of time where there are tiny glasses uh on like aluminum frames the ones that like circle around your ear and aren't actually fitted to your head and horsehair beds hmm. so
2: <laughs> Be- very specific details yes <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: um, yeah the set designers for that are awesome I don't know I like I, I it's one of those films where like I want to go talk to the cast or not the cast the, the crew and like the the production designer and all that kind of stuff to like figure out like what choices they made and why because like the story doesn't give you enough context clues for that because it's just like super generic and it's mostly about the psychological effects of being stuck in a place with somebody you don't like um but yeah so had a lot to say about the lighthouse apparently <laughs> uh cool. and then we saw terminator which not great but it's definitely a terminator movie cool uh, <laughs> and How- uh, zark dolls <laughs> what the movie, Zardoz. Hey,
0: that's a movie? That's the fourth movie you saw? What is this?
1: It's Wait, like...
0: is this the Sean Connery one from, like, the yes! 60s? Oh, my God. <laughs> when he's in the fucking red onesie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw three-fourths of it. I should clarify. I didn't okay. see the end. How,
0: how is that?
1: It's so fucking weird. So we were at um, Dan's manager's house. We were just chilling, and they were talking about Barbarella
0: Mm Mm-hmm. oh I I already see the connection
1: yeah so they were like or the person who was staying at their house was like we should watch Barbarella and he kept saying it and um, then they were like they were comparing it to Zardoz and so we watched that instead Um, and it was just like we were all making fun of it while we were watching it so like I couldn't really pay that much attention but I feel like if I had been paying that much attention I would have lost interest like really early in the movie but it's so fucking weird! Did you watch it, or do you just know about it? I
0: just know about it. Uh, that that oh. outfit is iconic, and I God. just know because it it's a <laughs> but I'm, I'm skimming the plot on Wikipedia, and it's already like, I'm two sentences in, I'm just like, oh man, this is an experience.
1: It's so fucking weird! Like, I want to watch it with you and roast it with See? you. Like, we should do a Blip Goes to the Theater. We've not done one of those since you were... Well, since you moved. It's, like, impossible to do it over. Yeah,
0: we'd have to... <laughs> but, okay, we'll figure it out.
1: Actually, I guess we could stream it through YouTube, yeah? Mm-hmm, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, I have two other things. Have you done anything else?
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: rather than, like, doing stuff, it's just been, like like I said, I've been watching some TV stuff. Like, we're getting caught up on BoJack Horseman, which is... Uh, a bummer as always, but also super <laughs> super intriguing, so I can't stop watching it. Sure. Uh, we're almost done with that, which is like, annoying because I think there's only eight episodes. Uh, and there's going to be another eight in February, so we'll get to see how it all ends. Um, all
1: right. I never got into it, so I can't be excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I Also, we watched the entire season of the show called I Think You Should Leave that's on Netflix. Oh. Uh every episode's about fifteen minutes long and it's this really like experimental avant garde comedy show that's very anti comedy and how it delivers. like it kinda reminds me of Tim and Eric if they were less surreal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. That sounds boring, honestly. Well no
0: well <laughs> I, I, I I'm not selling it, but there's a specific episode, <laughs> if I could fi- figure out which one it was, I might text you it, where uh it's about these two guys making a song together, and the song is called "Bones," and they're in a studio writing the song, and it's like it encapsulates so much of how like my comedic brain works. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, so uh, we watched all of that, and it just got picked. We finally got picked up for another season, which I mean, it's an hour and a half watch, so that'll be a, a quick <laughs> afternoon, John. Sure. Yeah. Um, then I don't know if you've been caught up, but we. Caught up on Great British Bake Off and now have nothing to do with our lives. We're baking sure <laughs> where the fuck it's called. Uh, so,
1: no, I actually, we like watched two seasons of it and then we were just done. We started watching that one season you were talking about and it was it was weird and so we just <laughs> like
0: went back. <laughs> but, yeah, we yeah. watch everything that's on Netflix and like they got to the point where they were doing new episodes every week and now we're caught up and we don't know what to do with ourselves. Uh, sorry. A, yeah, well, we're, we're working through it.
1: <laughs> well, are you going to get Disney Plus and watch The Mandalorian?
0: Yeah, well... I know! I,
1: it's exactly <laughs> the same tone.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're going to see all the Star Wars shit, whether... Well, like, I ha- I'm, have not seen every single thing they've put out. Like, I have not watched all the animated shows. I've not seen the Ewok adventure. But, like, the live-action stuff, like... Yeah. Fine. Okay, let's go. Let's do it
1: you see it has Bill Burr in
0: it? No, I didn't, but did you hear yeah. that uh, Jeff Garland's in the new movie? No? What yeah. the heck? <laughs> he was on Podcasts of Ride, and he, he said, like, I, I, I'm I in the Star Wars movie, I'm not sure if I could talk about that, and then, like, four months later it came out that he was, and they're like, oh, man, didn't know we had a scoop here. So, That's
2: fucking cool.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, like, the the first J. J Abrams one had, like, secret people in it, like, Daniel Craig was in it, but, uh, jeff yeah. garland's in it so we'll see how this goes huh. i hope he plays the same guy he played in wally <laughs> <laughs> fat captain
1: yeah why not ah, i'm so excited mm.
0: and i saw the list of all the movies that they're gonna put on there like all the old vault shit. and i, w- I really really want to see those weird ones from like the 60s that are live action uh just nonsense. There's one called Perry about a squirrel that I think is a documentary. I'm game. What's that? <laughs> sure, let's go. I want to see the squirrel duck. I won't see the Joker in theaters, but I'm going to stay at home and watch the documentary about a squirrel.
1: I mean, <laughs> you know what? You got your priorities yeah. set. <laughs> Bob Ross would approve, okay? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I did see that they also have Nat Geo on there, so whatever. It won't be all bad.
0: We hope. <laughs> I, I I do like that. Uh, I do like that. Hugh McGregor's back as Obi Wan, and he had to like lie about it for like a decade. <laughs> yeah, that's really I'm funny
2: to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be good. Uh, not that Disney is make profiting off of it, but like that they're. I don't know. <sighs> That they're putting resources into expanding the universe because I like lore and shit, so yeah, makes me
0: happy. That's why I'm game. Like, I'm always a little annoyed when new Star Wars shit happens, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I don't, w- I don't really <laughs> want this to end, but I just want it to stay good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Get,
0: get, you have to take risks, so I'm, I'm along for the ride.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we went to Dragon Force. Hey, cool. God, when the fuck was that? Last month. It was around Dan's birthday. Um, yeah, it was a really good show. Uh,
0: Those dudes are super talented. Like all their songs are. sound the same, but like still they fucking rip at it.
1: So Herman Lee is um, represented. I think I told you this, but he's represented by Dan's manager uh, for his streaming. Um, so he he goes on Twitch and he plays guitar um and rocks his baby <laughs> at the same Did time you say rocks his baby yeah so oh, he okay. <laughs> like in like a little rocker and he just like pushes it with his foot while he plays guitar it's great that's cute oh uh, yeah uh so we went and met them backstage and um yeah they're all just like super cool and actually their drummer just started a twitch page uh i think with OPG as management, because they were talking about it backstage, um, that he was going to start playing Fortnite, and like, <laughs> I don't know, it's so cute. The drummer is like such a nice guy, um, whose name apparently I don't know, but I know Hermit Lee's name. <laughs>
0: uh, I only know Herm- uh Sam is the other guitarist, I know because I have what was going to be his custom guitar, but it wound up dying, so.
1: Oh, You just have
0: it? Well, okay, no. Signature guitar is the word I meant. Uh, Oh, okay. So, like, they do a whole line of series that are, like, based on people's guitars that they use on stage. This one was going to be one for him, but some lawsuit happened, and they only did one run of them. So I have the Secret Dragon Force guitar. Ooh! the uh, Ibanez V-Blade. It's my baby.
1: That's so awesome. Anyway, this tour. Yeah, so their stage basically is... They have these little, like, risers, I guess, and they've made, um, uh, what are they called? Um, arcade cabinets? Yeah. Out of the risers? It's so cool. And, like, um, they have, um, these little flat screen LCD monitors that they just, like, put up, like, their, uh, music videos and whatever else for visual effect. Uh, they went out in the middle of the show... (laughs) Actually, like, toward the beginning, and <laughs> they were trying to fix it, and they didn't have, like, a blackout screen or anything to keep it from showing, so we were just, like, watching somebody, like, fuck around on Corrine <laughs> on <Renly's laughs> laptop trying to fix it. It was really, really good. It added to the show, I think. Um, but, yeah, they played a whole bunch of their new songs, uh, and they're really good. They have a song about Skyrim, and it's wonderful. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, wait.
0: Did they do the Celine Dion cover?
1: Yes, Sick. they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really, really good. Now, this, um, this
0: show, was it like a one-off thing that they were doing as part of, was it TwitchCon, or was this like part of the tour? No.
1: So they played at TwitchCon, and then it was like the day after TwitchCon, they, they started going on tour. I think they went to Arizona first and then circled back around to Santa Ana, where we saw them. Santa Ana? Santa Monica? I don't know.
0: Uh, Did you whatever. see the openers of that tour? Uh, Specifically there's a band I called Starkill that I know they were on tour with recently. Uh, I, I, don't... I bring them up because you and I saw them one time.
1: Yeah, I was like, that sounds really familiar. I don't think I saw oh, them. Okay. But, um, like for their entire tour? Because they just went to Europe right after they went to L.A. Oh. They went overseas, at least. I don't know if they went to Europe.
0: They played a tour with Starkill and Dance with the Dead that came to San Francisco. I don't know the timeline, really, but that was their last tour?
1: I think we saw Dance with the Dead, because we we got there late.
0: Was that two guys Uh, with barrels? Yes. Yeah, I saw them with uh, Devin Townsend. It was weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't even remember where they were playing, really. We were trying to get drinks, and then they were out of... um, liquor so i was like (laughs) i don't yeah i know right they only had beer and wine i think um but i was like no i'm good i don't want anything if it's not liquor so um dragon force fans go hard no i think they just like didn't anticipate and didn't buy enough Uh but they didn't actually explain anything the bartender was just like looking at us expectantly like well are you gonna get beer or not (laughs) like it was really weird but um yeah we were trying to do that and then like we just went backstage and hung out with them until Dragon Force started, so we didn't really even pay attention to the openers. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But, yeah, it was the first concert I've been to in, like, a really long time. Because cool. I didn't go see Neable Viscaris, like, uh, last yeah. December or whatever. I guess it would have been a really long time anyway, but, yeah. Uh And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> the last thing I have is I got my teeth whitened.
0: <laughs> How was that?
1: Uh... So the process was totally fine. It's like um, lasers
0: or chemicals. I guess you could just speak it's and both. I could hear you. Oh both.
1: So <laughs> So they they put like a <laughs> Did you say I could speak
0: and you could hear me? Well when I was like... I started asking questions when you were in the middle of the story and I interrupted you. I apologize by the way, but <laughs> no, I was like I was like I could just wait. But I got excited, I guess.
1: <laughs> um, so they they put that little like thing around like around your lips or to put your lips around the thing to hold them open um and the lady was like forcing it behind my teeth in order to get my lips into it which was totally fucking unnecessary cuz it like rests on top of your teeth and anyway she was making it just like this whole fucking arduous process and being like this is the worst part of it and then like it settled in and i was like are you kidding this is fine <laughs> anyway so then she painted on or she put like a bunch of cotton in my mouth to protect my gums. And um, then she put this, like, sealant on my gums. It's, like, it's like a liquid that when you expose, um, I think, UV light to, it hardens. Uh, And so she put that to prevent my gums from, like, cracking and bleeding, obviously. And then she painted bleach, like a bleach substance on on my front teeth. And then... Basically, it's four sessions of 15 minutes where they just, like, blast you with the UV light, but it's, like, right at your teeth, and, like, you're at a weird angle so that you can, like, drain your spit, so you're swallowing, uh, and, like, you can't really see anything, because, like, well, I guess it's just at my office, because they didn't, like, reposition the TV or anything, um, and... So it was, like, an hour of that. They, Each 15-minute session, um, she would come back in, take off the stuff, and then reapply it, and then go for another 15 minutes. Um, and it really only, like, felt warm. And then as soon as, like, she took it off, it just kind of felt like like a nice breeze through your <laughs> mouth. It was, like, a really fucking weird experience. <laughs> but anyway, she the entire time, she was, like freaking out about me feeling pain which fair like I really really appreciate that she was being concerned about that because you know like I would prefer to have her be concerned and me feel comfortable to say no like I've had enough but I didn't feel anything until I got home actually until I stood up and walked down the hall and I was smiling because she was being friendly And the wind hit my teeth And like it just like Shuddered up through my skull And it was the weirdest Fucking it felt like somebody like Punched me in the tooth so I was like oh That's awful (laughs) (laughs) And then I got home and um, She warned me Like not to have any like extreme temperatures Which I didn't Um, But as the day progressed It just like it was just like shooting pain and then nothing and then shooting pain and then shooting pain and then shooting pain. And then like, by the time I was going to sleep, like I just had like the worst headache. My entire face was just hot because I was apparently suffering through pain that I couldn't necessarily feel, but it was there.
2: Mm.
1: Um, And then I woke up the next morning and everything was fucking fine. So (laughs) it was, it was a very strange experience. Um, I think other people probably have a lot worse reaction to it than I did. Um, but my teeth are marginally wider now and I personally because I didn't feel that much pain, I think it was worth it. But considering the amount of warning that she gave me, I don't know that it would be worth it for other people.
0: Uh, you're not really selling this to me because you're saying it <laughs> it hurts. I mean, if it's for a day and it makes your skull feel weird, that sucks, but I mean, that'll pass. But then you said marginally wider. Like...
1: I mean, because my teeth aren't, like, super yellow. If they were more yellow, I think it probably would have affected it more. But I think she said it went up, like, four shades of white. So, like, oh. now when I look in the mirror, it looks like super people teeth. But before, it was, like, I could tell that they were yellow. So, like, I say they're marginally whiter. But I don't know how true that is, and Dan hasn't commented on it. I think because he doesn't want to justify my spending money on whitening my teeth. But <laughs> um, so I don't like I don't know if and nobody else has, has commented on it. So I don't know if it's actually whiter or not. But
0: she put up a poll, old picture, yeah. new picture, more, <laughs> more whiter. Yes, yeah, good. I or... mean
1: it, like when I look in the mirror, I feel better about it. I don't think it's placebo. Um, because I can tell, like, there's, I don't know if it's because of the place that I went to, but, um, it wasn't applied super evenly, and so I can see where, uh, there were, like,
0: Wait, do you have, like, gaps?
1: It's not, it's not super noticeable. It's not, like, unless you, like, put your face right up in my teeth. (laughs) But, um, there's, there's, like, gaps where the bleach wasn't. And so like I can tell that there's a difference. If that makes sense.
0: I'm just imagining your mouth with like
1: Just a stripe like of- <laughs> No
0: like a like a camouflage of shades of white all over your teeth.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not like that. <laughs> no,
0: no, no I'm disappointed.
1: <laughs> but I mean it's it's honestly not that bad. But I have a really high pain tolerance, like so I don't know. But yeah, that's literally all I've done in the past two months. (laughs) I saw our messages, and I was like, holy shit, it's been two months. Sorry.
0: All good. I mean, we live lives. We biz. Uh, My last thing is, like, honestly, kind of the same sort of ilk, I guess. Uh, I, for the first time in my life, did a face mask. (gasps) Uh, Katie and I got some where they have, like, the animal print on them, so I picked a sloth. Uh, <laughs> and I slopped it on my face but before I did, Katie cut the part that would go over my beard off because mm-hmm. that way it's not just laying on my beard but then because I'm <laughs> balding, we flip that part over and put it on my forehead <laughs> <laughs> so I, I sat around and I did I think I uh I may have edited the last four Farben Metal with that on or something, but you know, something recently or I was writing and then I took it off and my skin felt like After I get a sunburn and I put aloe vera like gel on it, which I don't know if that's something you've done, a little sticky, but like ultimately just kind of like moisturized. Okay, you said
1: sunburn, and so I was like, it hurt you.
0: (laughs) No, no. Well, like the sunburn happens, and then there's this gel stuff that my mom always swore by, and I guess I do too because I put it on whenever I get a sunburn. That's usually like green or like yeah, clear. yeah yeah so it's just like putting that on a sunburn but then like the way that makes your skin feel it just like cools it and like moisturizes and ultimately i guess it was cool and good but i felt, I felt really <laughs> silly putting the chin on my forehead but i had real estate to moisturize so i took advantage that's true uh so, so i
1: would you do it again yeah probably so
0: katie does one like of yourself is good <laughs> katie does them like once a week i don't think i'd be that uh that frequent with it because it seems like a whole thing yeah but uh i get it it's cool i've i mean i've i've enjoyed a bath bomb as well but i was more confused about taking a bath than using a bath bomb because i just oh i feel you i don't know what to do in a bath when i'm in there my cat was my cat was concerned that i was drowning (laughs) and i became like amused by that but
1: so I, i think people read in the bath. As far as I know, like, I don't know of anybody who actually bathes in the bath since it's dirty, but...
0: <laughs> I tried, uh, I just was like, this doesn't... How do I rinse my head? Do so I just dunk it underwater? <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna shower <laughs> Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, I've never done a bath bomb. Um, and I've done masks, like, I don't know, like the paper masks, the ones that you get in the pouches that you rip open. Mm-hmm. I've done maybe two of those, and most of my other masks are the ones that you, like, paste on... Um, I knew people that did masks once a fucking day, and I was like, "That's so goddamn much money." Wow. And I don't understand how you exist, but <laughs> I did go to a private college, so <laughs> makes sense, I guess. Yep. Fucking rich people. Yeah. So what have you just teach us? us? Oh, uh, fucking! I'd never found the thing.
0: But uh, uh, listeners will need to dip into our bonus content for that context.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's not bonus content because uh, we did it at the beginning of the show.
0: Well, oh, yeah. That was, well, we started talking about it before I entered the show. I no, got, you did it.
1: Well, but then I was like, I'll wait until that's, we right, start.
0: that's right. OK, never mind. Go anyway. back to the beginning. Let's do it again.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the epistolary. Do you know what an epistolary is? I don't know why I said it like that. Nope. Okay, an epistolary is a form of writing done in letters. So if you've ever read the book (laughs) Dracula, that's an epistolary. And it's like the coolest fucking form of writing ever. Uh, I think there's like another definition where it's just like found. uh, Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Collected? What?
0: When you said writing done in letters, I was like, no shit, all writing's done (laughs) in letters. And then I was like, I, was, I have a copy of Dracula. I'm like, where the fuck, what is she talking about? And then it hit me what you meant. Cause I, remember, I was like, that's right. It's done through mail and like, okay, great. It's
1: not through mail. It's through diary entries. Well,
0: I just don't, I mean, it's not just using ABC to make <laughs> words to write book. Cause that how book work.
1: Wow. Well, okay, right. Great. Fair. Yeah. I was not specific enough. Diary entries or any other found <laughs> type of documentation collected together in order to produce a story. Anyway, I was going to write a book. Uh, plot. Not going to be discussed in case I do actually eventually write it. Okay. Um, but I was going to use that format because it's Remo National something, writing month. And... Um, yeah, I have not started, and it's already the sixth day, so okay. that that kind of failed. <laughs>
0: well, if it makes you feel better, my calendar that says every day's a holiday says this is National Peanut Butter Lovers Month, so have you had any peanut butter this month?
1: Um, I want to say yes, but we've been out of apples, so maybe I haven't. Well, but we just bought apples, so I'm going to go have peanut butter after this.
0: Well, if you celebrate, just... then you're succeeding at this month.
1: All right, so, good. Get get some it's better peanut than, butter. than No not November. <laughs>
0: yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I mean, I get uh, it. I, I know exactly what it is, but why is that?
1: I don't know, because people are dumb and they feel that they're immoral for masturbating, and so they
0: make a feel meme they... out of it,
1: though. I guess. I don't know. People are always like holier than thou, right? So they'll take any excuse.
0: <laughs> I've most... I don't know, man. I've mostly seen like uh, shit posting about how it doesn't work or how it does it like fails immediately, so. Uh, I don't know who I would be friends with, that, or I don't know who of my friends <laughs> would post that they're celebrating No Nut November.
1: You you celebrate No Nut November? We're not friends anymore.
0: <laughs> I, I will be your friend if you celebrate, just I don't know if anybody is, because no one has been vocal about it.
1: Oh, I know. Um, I saw this post that said, like, for everybody who uh, fails No Nut November, you should plant as many trees as are left in the month, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a way to make it useful."
0: Yeah, they're left in the month, so like.
1: So, like, if you fail on the first day, you plant thirty trees or 30, it's 30 right, for November? Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, now I feel guilty about like, maybe I should plant trees.
1: <laughs> Just plant trees anyway. You don't have to like. <laughs> well, people get
0: mad if you break into their backyards and start planting trees
1: and okay. that's how i decided go to plant go to trees. a place where there's like a there's like you can if i don't fucking know <laughs> ask your ask your county whether you can plant trees in a certain area and okay. i don't know fuck
0: i'll send a tweet out hey can i plant a tree here and they'll be like who are you and i'll be like all right <laughs> so uh yeah. for my recommendation i'm recommending a band called bent knee and it's honestly possible that i have a uh, recommended them before because they're really good but they just put out a new album called you know what they mean they are a prog rock band because of course they are it's me sure. but they have a violin player two keyboard players bass guitar stuff and they're just like an all of all over the place uh uh band and their singer has like kind of a very unique vocal delivery that's kind of like bjork and kind of like kate bush and just like really oh, cool. unique and cool so i recommend bent knee they something something something
1: You know (laughs) what they mean. Cool. Cool. Bent knee. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think they're on tour soon with a band called Thank You Scientist, who are like, if you mix prog rock and ska, and that they have a horn section, so it's really upbeat and fun. Oh, Uh, all right. So, yeah, they might be in your neighborhood. So, cool. I think that does it for this episode. So, if you'd like to talk to us, head to blipcast at gmail.com. Twitter, we're at blipcast.com facebook.com slash flipcast i'm at ovacord she's at lady laomi's thanks for listening bye hello hello hello
1: that was really weird does it not ring anymore
0: yeah i don't know it didn't it definitely did not (laughs) ring for me i just saw your call pop up in the corner I was getting ready to do my dumb little dance, but no dice.
1: I'm so sorry to have ruined that for you.
0: I guess we could just bong, 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 (laughs) bong, bong. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: doing well. I am both talking socially and playing with audio levels, as you probably can guess.
1: (laughs) You know, I could not have guessed. We haven't done this for however many years. I How don't see even
0: seven don't see what
1: any option to turn that back on but um I don't know I guess so I saw some my fucking phone told me that we've apparently been friends on Facebook for 12 years
0: happy anniversary <laughs> what'd you get me
1: I know uh I got you a fact Ooh. to teach you today Hell yeah. I'm also looking for a second fact but I can't find it because <laughs> Google sucks it shouldn't be this difficult to find.
0: Isn't where Google where they keep all the facts?
1: Uh I guess so. That makes it sound like kind of that makes it, them sound actually evil. They keep all the facts.
0: Aren't isn't Google, Google pretty facts evil? Are not free. <laughs> they are, but Yeah, so. Check out.
2: Um Hip Hip.
0: Hop hip. hop. Don't stop. Rock into the bang bang, drop to the boogie the rhythm of the boogie beat. I think.
1: Unfortunately, I don't think that would get me where because I want to go. What you
0: go. hear is not a test. I'm rappin' to the beat. No, uh, who's that? Sugar Hill Gang? Probably Sugar Hill Gang.
1: You would know better than I would. A hip, up, hip to the hip.
0: Of course, that's all I know.
1: No. Okay, look, like, I don't have a hip problem. I am looking for a specific position somebody stands in. You know what? Maybe you actually know. So I'll, I'll okay. wait until we start. Sure. <laughs> uh, greetings,
0: folks, in- and <laughs> what?
2: Box Production